3: And the are multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. In today's episode, we have the CEO of Life's Little Treasures and a mum who's lived the journey
4: alongside Life's Little Treasures. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F-word, so it's not really suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your
5: shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right, this is a language warning.
6: Oh, Shit.
4: Hello Mandy, hello Kate, well just for those of you who love the weather chat, um, I think it's going to rain for a week in Melbourne, I think so, So yeah, I Yep.
3: S- we had one week of nice weather, we, we did, don't be greedy, <laughs>
4: <laughs> you get one week, yeah that's right,
3: but Yeah.
4: traditionally Melbourne gets its rain in spring, that's right, yep. yeah, here so, we are. Yeah, yeah. when I was a kid, the Yarra Valley flooded every year. Yeah, did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. every year. So, you know, it's just raining, yeah. but it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> I know. You can leave lockdown, but you can't go anywhere or do That's anything. That's
3: right. Anyway, anyway, enough about us. Yes, today, I'm very excited to have our guests today. Yes. I've been wanting to get these people here for a while and it was tricky and we were cancelling and Zooming it actually worked out really well this week because yeah. it fits in with their special week of the year. It sure does. So, um, would you like to introduce yourselves?
5: Sure. I'm Felicia Wellstead, CEO of Life's Little Treasures Foundation. Mm-hmm. I've been with the foundation now almost a year. Okay. And um, yeah, it's uh, been a baptism of fire. It's been yes. a big year. <laughs> yes, um, But yeah, I'm really pleased to be here today. Oh, oh, thank you. So glad you could
7: come. Um, and I'm Jennifer Saibovie um, and I'm a, a secondary school teacher um and mum of a little premy baby um born uh twenty twenty um just released from hospital uh first week of COVID lockdown, so he's oh, well and truly a little COVID, um, baby. COVID baby, so um it's been a <clears throat> it's been a, a an interesting journey um so Yeah, Life's Little Treasures um, has been a a good support um,
4: for me during that time. Oh, oh,
3: thank you. We can't wait to hear about it.
4: No, we can't. So we have three questions that we ask our listeners. So we might ask Felicia and then Jen and Yeah, great. Okay. Okay. So the first question is, do you have a band or music or song that really gets you up during when you're feeling a bit down or lets you feel down when you want to feel down like
5: well, I've always been a Beyonce fan. Ah. Yeah, you know it always gets me up in the dance. floor. Yes. Well. oh yeah, and I can't go past Crazy in Love. Yeah, oh, that's it's so my, good. It's my go-to yeah, kind of crazy yeah. song. Fun. Um, so I think that that's like my party song, yep. and then I think. James Blunt. Oh, I know yeah. he's controversial. No, he's oh. great. But, um, you know, he's got a
4: very funny Twitter. Very I funny Twitter. Oh, I don't follow him. I should. Because yeah, yes. people hate him. Oh, why? They because they think he's just too ordinary. And, oh. and like people hate Ed Sheeran. Or, okay, know, okay. Got is, it. that's it. But he tweets <clears throat> them back the funniest oh. things ever. His
5: he's <laughs> no, the best. It's the best, Good. yeah. But I love his song, 1973. If you're feeling down, it sort of takes you back. You don't need to. Yeah. He yeah. Yeah. Yep. might
3: too. Okay. Right,
7: and what about you, Jen? Um, I think to get me up and to get me going, um, a song that uh, I've recently put on my Spotify playlist is um, uh, "Cake by the Ocean." It just oh, gets me yes. really dancing, Ooh. and I've just moved to the ocean, so yes. I just really yes. it makes me feel really good and reminds me of summer. And yes. yeah, so I just I really love that for a pick me up song. That's a good song. Um, and I guess if I'm feeling a bit flat sometimes or a little bit more emotional, mm. um, I actually, when I was in hospital um, with um, my little one, Santino, I, I did make a little playlist that I listened to um, at night time and it was it was a sort of relaxing one but also um, sort of trying to, you know, kind of inspire me and get me, you know, feeling hopeful. And there was yep. a song on the playlist um, called Love You, Lo- uh, oh gosh, it's by Maggie Rogers, it's called... Um, oh, gosh, it's just escaped me now, love you long time or or something Ah. like that. Yeah, and so I guess I hadn't really heard it before and um, when I would be laying there in hospital thinking about my baby, I just remember always having that and saying I'm going to love you basically forever no matter what. So I always listen to that and I just think about that time and it just, yeah, it makes me really happy. Yeah.
3: uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny. Songs at a special time remain with you. And Mm. they bring back that Mm. memory. Yeah.
4: Like – Really easily yeah. and deeply. Yeah, it's like a smell. Yeah, it like, it is. like I'm back. Yeah. Like the bloody Hibiclens hand wash. Yeah. Going into NICU. <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah.
3: Well, our next question is, did you win any awards at school?
5: Do you know, I was thinking about this and I, I don't think I did. I mean, I got some, you know, kind of science, math, quiz awards and so mm. on, but no, not a big award winner. No. Involved in everything. but Yeah, no, yeah. Right. Yeah. Can't yeah. think of any.
3: Yeah. That's right. What about you, Jen?
7: Um, In year 12, I think I won the um, academic excellence for physical education Ah. um, and academic endeavour for psychology, um, which is what I now teach. Ah. Um, And I also won a lot of swimming and sports. Did you? I used to be a a competitive swimmer. Ah, right. And synchronized swimmer. Oh, really? Ah. So you could hold your breath for a long time. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Whenever I watch
4: that, I'm like, how are they still down there? Oh,
7: it's, it's, it was the least enjoyable part of it. It's it's really (laughs) tough. I I know. I had a friend who used to do it. Yes.
4: Yes. And you've got to look calm. Yeah. Like, you know, when you're holding your breath, you're like, they've got to be beautiful about it. Wow. Wow. There you go. I've never met a synchronised swimmer, oh. so <laughs>
3: <laughs> quite excited. She was prepared for treading water. Yeah, you, <laughs> you were. Just like, keep going, yes. just keep going, just keep going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Boy. Okay, and the last question, oh, is it up to you to ask? Yes, yeah, it's okay. Uh, um, yeah. Is why are you a P or why are you a member of our tribe?
5: Well, I guess I've come today in a formal role yeah. as CEO of Last Little Treasures yeah. Foundation. I did- haven't had any premature babies but my daughter was born small mm. and had failure to thrive mm. so it was a challenge and I had hate had that, that term yeah oh. I know. <laughs> and allergic to everything but yep. um yeah I'm just really happy to be here representing yeah. our organization to tell you a bit more about it yeah,
7: thank you and Jen um well I obviously as I um mentioned earlier I yeah. was um uh, the mother of a premie um yeah. and he's a singleton um yeah but uh, I guess it was sort of my um my journey up to having um, the my baby, I guess, is probably something that might be um, familiar to yes. um, yep. uh, mothers with with twins because the, the the condition that I had, the incompetent cervix, um, yeah. is yes, so common. yeah. Mm. So um, multiples, it's it's even yes. worse because yep. obviously it's it's a lot more um, mm. pressure. So yeah. Um, yeah, so that's why I'm um, part of the the P tribe. Yeah. So I yeah. had the premier baby. Yeah. Um, so I had that experience mm. um, in the NICU and, and special care which a lot of um i'm sure your listeners have had too yeah heaps it's really one of the
4: main reasons we started the podcast it is Mm. actually yeah Yeah. so it's yeah a huge yeah that was one of
3: the things that drew me to kate when we met because i was like oh okay because when i would go to the groups for twins i'd think oh yeah but they all had them on time or so can i find the people that had them prem and well it it narrows
4: groups down doesn't it changes your
3: everything pregnancy
4: motherhood Early years of parenting, yeah. like it, it completely changes. And for some of your, our kids, their diagnosis
3: all sorts of things. changes their yeah. life forever. So, yeah.
4: yeah. So, before we get into your story, how did you feel when you were told your cervix was incompetent? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a great term, isn't oh. it? I um, think men. Sorry, but men decide these they terms. They must have made that up. Incompetent oh, cervix. <laughs>
7: I think when I first found out, they um, they phrase a little bit a little yeah. bit more. Um, uh, politely in uh, – if there was a short service. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. So so, thing, okay, we yes. take that. <laughs> yep. 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 So I was yeah. actually doing my 20-week scan. Right. Oh, so, so it was early. Yeah, so I went into the 20-week scan um, feeling, feeling reasonably confident. Um, I'd had about eight weeks of bleeding at the start, oh. um, which – it was very stressful because yes. I, I'd had a previous miscarriage, so I basically felt like I was yeah, going yeah. to have yeah. a miscarriage every day. Oh, yes, um, yeah. but yeah, from twelve weeks to twenty weeks, things were feeling okay, um, and I was feeling pretty happy, and I felt lots of movement. And so, yeah, so I went in there feeling um, pretty confident, actually, um, and that's that was very rare for me. In my previous pregnancy, mm. I felt like anxious the whole time. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, they did the scan and 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 I sort of finished and I said, oh, so baby's okay. Yep. Baby's great. Uh, but, Mm. um, and then that's when she said, but, um, look, your cervix is looking very short. Um, and I was like, I don't even know what, what that relevance yeah. that has and to how the long baby. Is a are meant to be? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they so they sort of said um, you know why don't you just get dressed and then go and sit in the little room mm, okay. um uh, the little bad news yes. room. Um so yeah that Did you have your partner or someone with you? I did. I had my husband with okay. me, yeah. thank God, yeah. because yep. I just yep. wouldn't have I you know the second that they said the but mm. um yeah, I just You can't hear anything. No, no, and it was just yeah, just even those 2 minutes just sitting in the room waiting for them to come is mm. just the most, you know, um yeah just
4: uh, it's an eternity and your mind does catastrophizes yeah that's what Mm -hmm. we do as mothers and we're like this is gonna happen and then this is gonna Mm. happen and yeah yeah did you have
7: your and so you've got an older child yeah and was he with you uh no so he was um he was at childcare um so it was sort of near the end of the day and they actually said to me um, in the little bad newsroom, they yeah. said, um, "We think you need to go straight to the emergency." No. Um, and I said, "Oh, I've got, I've got to got pick up my son." They're oh, like, yeah, yeah. "I've got," they're Chicken like, "Defrosting." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, "What?" Like, "On the line." Get yeah. someone else to pick him up. Wow. We need to go there now. And of course, soon as they said that, I, um, oh my gosh, I completely freaked out. Yes. Um, so yeah, so he was. Um, he, my sister managed to pick him up, but um, yeah, we just went straight to the hospital to the um emergency one of my many, many, many trips to the emergency in that time. Um, And, uh,
4: yeah, so. And so um, that was a big, obviously, they have to be big hospitals for people who haven't. Are listening that haven't had premature babies is that why they sent you to one of the big ones? Uh, so yeah,
7: so um, because we were living in Northcote at the time, yeah. I actually was having a scan in East Melbourne, right. and so we weren't far from the Royal Women's. Women's. Yes. And that, right. that yeah, that is the tertiary hospital yes. that yes. I was due to be at anyway. Uh-huh. So yes. for me, that worked out reasonably well, and really? I'd had my first is only, baby. The only the three only the three yeah, and I'd had my first baby at, at the Royal Women's. Good. So right, was, that's yeah. something. Yeah, it, it no. was. It, it actually uh, knowing knowing the hospital. Yep. Yeah. Um, Actually made it a teeny, teeny, teeny little bit less stressful yes. because I had I'd had my my first son there, but I'd also had a miscarriage that yes. I had been through emergency and I'd yes. been through that and the, the you know having to get the DNC and all mm. that through there. Yeah. So I'd sort of I'd I'd been through that experience and that gave me a little bit of reassurance, mm. um, but mm. it's still obviously you and know your, pretty. Your difficult.
4: first pregnancy was that like a typical pregnancy. Mm. Yeah, it was actually. To live it it on was, time.
7: He was a, a term baby. He, I think, I went in for a scan about thirty eight weeks, and and the fluid was, um, quite low. So um, they said that you know they wanted to if he didn't come like sort of within the next twenty four hours, they wanted to induce me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, which they did. Um, and so um, I think I basically did a you know normal um labor until you know I was fully dilated, and then um, they were like, okay, he should be out pretty soon, and then he um, he got. Stuck. No. So after doing a full labour and being fully dilated no. and he's just about to pop out, they're like, um, oh. we might have to do forceps oh. or possibly a caesarean. Oh. Um, and that's nothing, nothing I'd sort of really actually strangely yeah, considered. And about. so I sort of burst into tears. Yeah, yeah. it's confronting. Yeah. Mm. Um, so. Yeah. So anyway, they couldn't get him out with the forceps, and um, even um, getting had to do an emergency cesarean, and they struggled because his his head was so big, and that's right. why he got stuck. Um, that yeah, you know they had done um, had difficulty getting him out, but subsequently, what I found out is that they think that um, being fully dilated with a baby that. He was four point one kilos. Yeah. My first one. Yeah. <laughs> um, a baby that big with ah. a big head had potentially damaged really my cervix, right. along with having, say, a DNC. Yeah. Um, had had potentially caused damage because most yeah. most um, uh, people say, "Oh, you've had a term baby, so you know yes. Yes, that'll yes. be fine." So yes. once you've had a term baby, you won't have a preemie. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's um, not true. No, no. That's not true. no. But I got told that many, many, you many did times.
6: Yeah.
4: Ah, well, I suppose we think past performance is a future indicator, yeah. but, mm. you know, no. as they say on the super ads, not always true. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shall we hear a little bit from Felicia about Life's Little Treasures, yeah. how it started, when it started? Tell us all about that, please.
5: Absolutely. Yeah. Life's Little Treasures Foundation started 16 years ago, yep. and it actually was started by two wonderful women, Parul Shah and Susanna Morris. And they were parents of Premies. Mm. So they met up in the NICU yep. looking after their little ones. And I think after their experience and they kept in contact, they realised that there just weren't their supports. there for no, families no, are going not. through this, you know, life-changing journey. Yes. yes. So, look, they just started off small. Yeah. They organised, you know, a little... Um, group where the the premier mums and their babies could come together Mm. and have a chat while the kids played and and really that's how life's little treasures began Mm. and over those 16 years um, those women have built this organization to be an amazing incredible legacy yes I'm only new I came in a year ago but they've left such a legacy they we now work with 149 hospitals Amazing. across Australia oh. to deliver products and services yes. and, you know, assist families mm. through their journey, whether it's, you know, two weeks with a baby in NICU or special care or, you know, six months. Mm. Yes. We're there for all families. We we have a team of 12 now. Everybody's part-time. Right. We're, we're all um, mums. Yeah. 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 Um, and probably 50% of our team have been through the Premier yep. or sick yes. baby experience. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, it's um a wonderful organisation mm. and yeah, we're looking to help more and more families yeah. if possible.
4: Oh, it's incredible.
5: It must have happened
3: happened just after we had our kids because we had ours at Monash in 2005. Yeah. I remember seeing a flyer or something, but I just couldn't quite get to the morning tea. But I remember that. And then I just saw it grow and grow and grow. And I just thought this is
4: awesome because it was lonely. I had a little um, grandma come around and give me little tiny knitted hats. Yes, I got them too. Yes, and I've still got them. They're so small. But I don't think there was anything else. No
3: No literature or no. Yeah.
4: No, I can't. Well, I can't remember. Well, that's true. (laughs) One of of the first
7: things I I do remember is getting the little bag from Life's Little Treasures and in there there's a a little booklet which sort of, you know, kind of goes through some of the things and I just remember sitting there because it's so – you know, it's so foreign and mm. so and you know scary. unfamiliar and scary, and yeah. you know you don't know anyone who no. you, know, you don't, who can help you. So just even having just that little book and the few yeah. little bits and pieces is yeah. just um, really reassuring. Were you given yeah. that
3: while you were still pregnant or when you no, had when, him? No, when when we'd had the baby. Okay. So when yeah. we
7: um, yeah when we um, yeah I yeah. can't remember exa- I can't remember exactly when it was, but I do I have like the this flashbulb memory yes. of getting that and yeah. looking at, at the book and the little heart that they give oh. you. That's made out of this like the um, fabric, and that you can pop a little heart like in oh, your like in your bra or something yeah. like that. Oh, that's beautiful! And then beautiful. You, you can put it near next to their heads oh, so they can have the little smell. Stop so it. I still have oh, I still have those um, yes. with me as well. So you know, oh, even that it's just it was the most simple thing, but I just thought that it. It gave me a connection to him yes. or him a connection to yes. me. So, yeah, that's that was the, really important to that's me. That's
4: the hard thing when Walking you have to leave out them. That door and leaving yeah. there. Ugh. How
3: many weeks were you when you had him and what was sort of the lead up yeah, like? Yeah, so what
4: was the – you said you went back and forth to emergency a lot of times. Mm. So, yeah, what happened from 20 weeks?
7: Um, So I, I was admitted um, that day when we went to emergency and um, I uh, ended up having a um, stitch, a circlage, yep. Yep. Um, which – I believe you can probably only get up to about twenty-four, but I think also with multiples, um, it's a lot more difficult. Yeah. So sometimes it's not an option, so because yeah, right. it can be it can be quite risky and mm. um, can rupture the membranes and stuff like that. So that was pretty stressful making that decision in itself. Wow. Um, but uh, you know, I did a lot of reading um, and decided that we would. That mm. probably might be the best case um, scenario and, and just started on progesterone yep. and then um, was discharged after a couple of days and then they sort of get you to come back to the preterm labour clinic um, every week right. um, to measure your cervix and see how mm. the stitch is
4: holding. And were you on bed rest at home or yeah, so your toddler? The, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
7: exactly. I know it's obviously impossible. Um, bed rest is a bit of a contentious one um, at the moment. So ah. in some of the public hospitals like where I was, um, they don't prescribe ever strict generally right. strict bed rest so right. they say either modified bed rest or just rest yeah yep, um, but yep. there are lots of other um, uh, um, doctors who do prescribe um, strict bed rest yeah right. yeah you know in the incompetent cervix world um, it is once again a sort of a, a sort of contentious thing and many people believe that even though a lot of the say the doctors said to me, you know, it's not like you have to stay there 24 hours a day. Um, you do need to obviously rest. Mm. I personally felt that the times I, – I tried to spend as much time as I could yes. in, in bed. It's but all you can do. Yeah. So. But the times that I was a bit more active was the times that I ended up um, having contractions start. Yes. Yeah. And so the first episode happened about 24 weeks and so I was getting contractions pretty strong and – Fast at uh, 24 weeks in the middle of the night. It's always in the middle of the night. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) always. So I've got the three-year-old there in the, you know, drag him to the hospital in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the first one was at 24 weeks um, and then – that managed to um, they managed to sort of stop that and so went home happened again at 25 weeks went home again mm. 20... that's really
3: on the cusp at that time yeah and were they giving you um steroids, steroids and... and yeah
7: yep so i had all of those and mm. so i mean getting to 24 weeks was the yeah. key thing because yeah. of viability that's it's, so a, right. big, it's milestone. a big
4: milestone but then as soon as you're there you're like oh mm. this baby's tiny still little yeah, yeah. Yep. and we've yeah. got lots of listeners who had 24 24 weekers weekers. yeah they're they're that's a scary, scary yeah. road. Yeah. I
7: actually thought about when it got to the 24 weeks, I I, I was really, really almost more scared because yes. I thought, okay, if this, yeah, you know, if this happens, yep. what are the outcomes? And yes. it's just, and I read about every single possible, yes. you know, and all the risks and yes. you know, all that sort of thing. So, mm. um, you know, every week I just. You know, ticked off another yes, week oh, yeah you count those days Never has it
4: mattered Yeah, it's days Days <laughs> It was days Yes, it's it was It's like 24 and 3 days 24 and 4 days Yeah Every day Yep,
7: yep every day counts mm. Um and so, yeah, about just before 27, I, I had a lot of bleeding um, and so with the contractions and so I went back in and then because there was bleeding, they obviously said, you're not going anywhere. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I ended up staying in there nearly four weeks no. in hospital wow. um, and then I went home for two days, mm. three days. Um, I actually, I felt that it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, ah, but obviously I didn't have any proof of that. So no, uh, still. <laughs> the doctors were like, oh, you've made it to 30 weeks. So I got yes. to 30 weeks. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I got home for about three days and then I felt the pains again and more bleeding um, and then um, they went to take out the stitch because they were um, sure that that was sort of causing some of the bleeding right. and then when they went to take out the stitch they noticed that I was three centimetres dilated right. and said, okay, you're having this baby Okay. Yeah. very soon. Yeah. yeah. So, Damn. yeah, 31 and 1. 31 ah, and 1.
3: Yeah. How many weeks were you? 31 and 6. 31 and 6. Yeah. Just every day you, you tell people. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. yeah.
7: When yeah. I was in um when I was in hospital, one of the things that I did um every night was writing my journal and it literally mm. was, yep, yeah. um a week thirty one day, you know, yeah. so I, yeah. I basically every day yes. I wrote and I said made it through another day. Yes. Um and um yeah, so I I uh, still got that obviously still got that journal, yeah. but it was a really important part of, yes. um, of my hospital stay and just yeah. trying to get through every single Course. day. Oh, Such yeah. a mind game. Yeah.
4: yeah. We didn't we didn't have that. Yeah. Like I knew my babies were gonna be premium yeah. and I was on just rest, not bed rest. Yeah. But I didn't you know, it wasn't like no. I'm in the hospital on my own. I was had the yeah, kids, everyone it's around a me. different. And, yeah. It was completely different. Mm. But yeah.
3: Mm. And so then you just went into labour and
7: yeah, so yep. I just, yeah, um, spontaneous labour. And yeah. um, then, yeah, he just said there on the spot, do you want to have a cesarean or do you want to yeah. <laughs> try for a VBAC? Because i have had a cesarean yeah. the first time. And I think the the one thing that got me over the line, because I was like, I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> know. Tell me. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did. I said, you know, quickly give me the, the pros and the cons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the one that got me over the line was um, – you know, if you have a um, vaginal birth, then there's a greater chance that you'll be able to get to see your baby. Yes. Sooner. Um, so, and I'd had the cesarean before, so right. I knew that you know you can't just get up and go down there. So yeah. I was like, the quicker I can get to see him, yeah. the better. So I thought yep. I'll give that a go. Yeah. Uh. And um and yeah, we had a, a pretty good um right. birth. So that was. Do yeah. you remember meeting him? I, I do. Um, I I remember him coming out and um them. Trying to sort of quickly, yes. do a yes. bit of, yes. and yeah. And the yes. first thing I remember is just seeing this massive like head of hair. Yeah, right. Thinking, what baby at thirty one weeks? Yeah, yeah. He had lots of hair too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. that was my first thought, and my second thought was actually um something that I still I feel a bit guilty about is actually get him off of me, take him away. Yeah, no, and, no, yeah. And look yeah, you after, look him. after him. Yeah. Oh. So I was, and yes. I guess. No, yeah, that don't.
4: I think that's normal. Yeah, yeah. I felt a huge because I had a, a really um, stressful pregnancy. So I, when the um, pediatricians and everyone took the boys, I was like, I'm not responsible for keeping them alive anymore.
6: Mm. Like it
4: was a weird relief.
6: Mm.
7: Yeah, and mm. I think I've heard yeah a few other people sort of say that. But yeah. I guess you've always got that sort of I picture know. in your mind of yeah. how you kind of want yes. it to be yeah. and. Um, and, yeah, to just, like, be, like, get him away from me was, like, yeah. not get him away from me, yeah, but, I know. you know, I know take him away Well, you're after. scared. You want yes. to be safe. Yes.
4: And how much did he weigh?
7: 1.7 kilos, uh, which is okay. a good, nice, yeah, great. sizable.
4: Well, that, yeah. your other yeah. baby was not small. So. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah,
7: we actually have a photo of them from after the first time Um, Santino sort of got dressed and yeah. we wrapped him in the same blanket that the other one. And, I mean, yeah. he probably had already been in, in you know, nursery for a few weeks but yeah. put them side by side and you know the 4.1 you know yeah I think he was about one he'd gone down to about yes, 1.5. that's and it's right just, tiny. It's, yeah it's quite it's quite funny the the contrast between the two. Mm. It is. And did he go to NICU? Uh, yes yeah, so I started off but not not too for too yeah. long. Yeah mm. he um um managed to um get off CPAP recently yes. quickly. Yes. Yep. Yeah so um so yeah, not too long, only a few days. Yeah. yeah. And did um,
3: you we did you start expressing or what did they do? Yeah, I started expressing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's um, Get the syringes
7: out. Yeah, oh, no. yeah, <laughs> yeah. The um the breastfeeding journey is, was really really challenging. Yes. Mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. yeah. I I I fed my first son until he was about fifteen months. So yeah. it was something that was really important to me, yeah. and obviously being a Premier, you kind of want to yes. do yes. whatever you can yes um but. The just the the pumping just didn't seem to get the milk it's not the same, out, is it? but I still just didn't yes, want to give no, up and no. had just chronic mastitis yeah. and thrush and oh. everything. And I even had a couple of trips to the uh, to the emergency with issues and yeah. ended up in hospital again with the issues with mastitis and
4: and that's a horrible horrible.
7: I just way wish to that deal.
3: in NICU special care there was someone that was observing all of that. Yeah. And some you were under the umbrella of someone that was managing that, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, because
2: yeah,
3: yeah That's
7: yeah, I, and I've I've have listened to your um, mm. uh, your sort of earlier podcasts about yeah. you know your experiences there, and and exactly the same thing. And yeah. I think when I was talking to a, a social worker when I left about sort of my experience in mm. hospital, you know, for the sort of month I'd been in NICU, and then you know, I did say that that like the, the the pumping and the feeding is one of the most difficult things and yet I didn't see a lactation consultant None. until, you know like I was in dire straits Yes. and you know I I don't think I ever saw No. Well, was because I was on like because I was on all yes. sorts of painkillers yes. to get me through I was I was physically feeling ill every time mm-hmm. I had to express which is very frequent because very I had frequent. it was so painful. Oh. Um so you know one of my you know favorite memories is when I went to the uh to the ER and had a young doctor come in and I had to, you know, yep. yes. I, and I took my breath oh. and he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, uh, when he looked yes, at my boobs. Well, <laughs> yes, yeah yeah, like, be yeah, yeah, because so, you get ignored. Yeah, so, and I, I yeah, it's, it's such a stressful time with everything else that's going on. You know, I was yeah. physically in so much pain I couldn't even lay down to sleep. Oh, I was sleeping no. sort of upright for, you know, the whole yeah. time, you know, he was in hospital and... It wasn't until I managed to, I did eventually get there um, yeah. to, wow. to feed him. Wow. That, you know, and even still after that, it took a while. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I actually, he's 21 months and I just, yeah. I just stopped feeding oh, him last week. Oh, so, that, well, that's a
3: momentous women are amazing. time. I
4: know. Yeah. What you went through.
3: Yeah. yeah. You stayed in the hospital. Perseverance. You had a little premature right. baby. You
4: couldn't lie down. Oh. I don't know that that meant The doctor men was shocked do by your
3: boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and you still kept feeding. Yes, yes.
4: You just plug on and then... Well, you want your baby to have... I think it's even more... When you have a premier because there's nothing else you can do. That's right. You know, you're not responsible for mm. their care, but I can give them milk.
3: Mm. And so, did you say it was around when COVID started? Like, what what was the timing? Yeah,
7: yeah. So I had him on the 27th of Jan 2020. Yeah. So that was just when it was starting to be in the media, but yes. I wasn't. No, I wasn't aware of really what was going on because my mm. life was obviously. Bad. Yeah, obviously. you're in a bubble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then literally we were discharged in late. March I think yeah, yeah. and then we lockdown. just yeah basically got out and we were so excited to try and get back to to <laughs> normal <laughs> life <laughs>
6: um
7: and yeah and like look I don't have any I didn't really have much family here um yeah. and my mum was overseas yeah. and my husband's family is all from Brazil so right. we really didn't have anyone and even I didn't have a lot of my friends in the NICU because yeah. I was so consumed by the the pumping and the stress. Yeah. Oh, I just yes. couldn't. No. I had a couple that. I yeah, didn't have friends. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. And so I was just so excited to you know introduce yes. him to everyone and just to you know say thank you because they still supported me. You know, in in you know bringing me lots of food. Yeah, and yeah. It was so wonderful. Good but um, people. yeah. But we never never got that. So no. um, yeah. So I never got to sort of celebrate him. Or even really talk about his um, yeah what had happened his story yeah. and which what is why yeah so I actually wrote my story for Life's Little yes. Treasures so when I was on my bed rest and I guess wondering what the outcome mm. of my you know pregnancy would be mm. um, I was re- I I read the parent stories on the website yes. so that's where I got a lot of my information from mm. and you know, every week. So when I was at twenty four week I read like all the twenty four yes, week stories. I remember yes. doing that. Yeah. Yep. And then I you know, and then I go to, you know, twenty five and, and that really I don't know, they just gave me so much hope. Um oh, and yeah. just seeing that there were so many different stories. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, you you find strength within you to do what you, you need do. to do. You really do. Um and that, you know, no matter what the outcome, you know, that You'll love your little baby. Yes. Um, and, yeah, so I actually wrote my story for um, Life's Little Treasures yes, as I well. Yes, I read it. Yeah. Yeah, so that was part of me also processing. Yes. Not being able to basically talk to anyone about my yeah, story. Of course. Um, and I was just about to go back to work after my year off. Yeah. And I found that I, I would been in lockdown for so long that I'd start talking to people about you know, my son that was nearly a year old yeah. but I'd never really spoken about it and I, I couldn't talk Milding. about him without crying. No. Yes. Of course. Not. Yes. Yeah. So I, I wrote that story and um and sort of put it out there and sent it to some people at work yeah. so they yeah. kind of knew. Um yeah. and we'd been through wonderful Felicia read it <laughs> yeah. and, and she gave me a call actually after I submitted it to um to, to have a chat about it and everything, which I I just yeah, I was so thrilled like that um yeah, that she called me and and basically thanked me for um, for sharing that and, and having a chat through it yeah. with me. Like it really, yeah.
4: it really meant a lot to me. Yeah, and that did. Yeah, well, it really. And I think when you know I've had three typical pregnancies. One was an emergency cesarean, so I had that sort of. I felt that was trauma at the time. Um, and I remember just, you know, you'd get other women around you and you'd just like diarrhea. Yeah. Like and then this and then the nurse came in and then my water's broken. Like you just have to keep telling and you the didn't story. Get that. Even with a typical birth yeah. It's just this weird thing that happens to your body, right? And then Yeah you didn't get to do it. No, you didn't get yeah. to do it. And Ooh. I know like we felt lonely just having premies, but we had other people around us yes. that had them and we talked to each other incessantly that's and now I we think, do it every
3: week still. That's why I think there's books and books and books and podcasts going to be made about this time. Yeah, because there? yeah.
4: did you feel – like I know when I brought the boys home I was worried about their immunity. So were you like really paranoid that there's the – And the pandemic. Bloody global pandemic yeah. and you've got a baby from NICU? Yes.
7: Yes, uh, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, at the time – um, it literally was just all blowing up. And I even remember – so I think my um, my little boy um, and my husband were a little bit under the weather as well. And I was yeah. like, I don't want to bring him home because yeah. they have germs and then all these yeah. other germs. And anyway, and they're like, oh, you know, as long as they're not like – you know, really, really crook. I think mm. it'll be okay. Like,
2: make yeah, sure you use still. the sanitizer
7: and thing. And then, of course, there was a sanitizer shortage, yes. and so I'm like, I couldn't even get any. And I was freaking out. I'm like, how can I bring this baby home without yes. any? You know, because you can wash your hands, but sometimes you just don't have time. No, no, it's no. So, no. Yeah. 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 Um. So I was, I was absolutely freaking out, and. I don't know if I should say this, but one of the kind yes. nurses. <laughs> right. say, surely they hooked you up with you some someone from you. the kind uh, yeah, nurses <laughs> just sort of slipped one underneath in his little um, oh, thing there yes. and just kind of, oh, of them. left <laughs> them there. So um, so that like obviously, yeah, that was really scary because I'm like, I, you know, there's yes. nothing more I can do. And so, yeah, and taking him home and, um, yeah, obviously – we weren't getting out and about much. No. So that sort of, I guess, helped. But, yeah, it was really, really scary yeah. um, I think
3: it's a really time. scary time yeah. to have a new baby last year. We were, were scared still even with 14-year-old we were. Yeah? prems you know, because it sort of remains with you. Well, yeah. I remember,
4: yeah. like, texting my paediatrician and saying, should I send the boys to school next week? And this was the week before lockdown, right? And he said, I don't know what to tell you, but I think whether you keep them home next week or not, they're going to be home for a long time. Yeah. I don't really realise <laughs> what he was saying because I just didn't leave two, two years, years later. <laughs> but I did keep them home because I think yeah, once you've had same. I was just like, children no, no. that have been yep. through a lot, you can't. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I was like, Felicia, no, tell do. us what's coming up this week. Or this
5: week on the 17th of November, we're celebrating World Prematurity Day. And look, that day is very special to our families. It's about, you know, acknowledging the journey that they've been through and the impact that it has had on their family. Mm. And it's also about, you know, raising awareness with the the greater community about, you know, these journeys and, Mm. and what families go through. So we actually at Last Little Treasures, we're going to be having a... At an event online, ah, okay, um, and we're going to hear from a mum and a dad and a health professional in Great. that event. Awesome! So anyone can uh, come along; they just need to go to our Facebook um, and you know sign up, I Great. guess. Mm. and they can have a listen and and hear from their each of their perspectives. Wow! Oh, I'm awesome. sure there'll be
4: lots of hashtags. World well, Prematurity Day. Photos on Instagram. Yes, like Maybe probably, we'll put our little yeah, babies yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, so. so
3: you'll listen to this on Monday if you listen in real time. So it'll be on the Wednesday. So you yes. might be able to even join the Facebook thing yeah, if yeah, you Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, okay. Great. Awesome.
1: All right. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which
0: That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
3: Felicia, what's a typical sort of support way that Life Sort of Treasures comes in to see someone like Jen? How do you structure it or...
5: Well, I tell you, the last year it's changed a lot. Yes, really had to tell pivot. Us. I think we're all over that word. But, yes, but families have been doing it so tough. Yeah, we all have. But I think no. no. Have, you know, yeah. that have had a premier or sick baby, Yay. the isolation often said that. Yeah. You know, it's it's already an isolating experience. Yes, but, yeah. you know, we have one couple, regional couple, young, young, beautiful little family. She gets flown to Melbourne, mm. you know, she's pregnant with twins, she loses one of the twins mm. and the other one survives but she has to go through that all a by herself. Oh, her I family, can't even. A oh, visit no, visit. No. You know, can't see her parents. You know, they stay in an apartment near the near the hospital. No. Um, you know, we were able to assist them with a bit of financial assistance. Yep, so, okay. one of our programs is giving out $250 vouchers just to help oh, with, you know, the parking. Awesome. And, that, oh, yeah, the, and parking. the groceries and yes. so on. So, that's one of our sort of mm. supports. Yep. We also provided them with a precious prem pack, which oh, Jim was talking about before, yeah. which is just, you know, about celebrating the birth yes, of, that, yes. of that child, you know, yep. their little boy that survived and... And we also provided them with a bereavement pack as well for mm. mm. their little boy that didn't yeah. survive. Yeah, oh, that's thoughtful. Just um, little touches like that with our guidebook for parents yeah. enclosed in that pack. And and those packs, you know, are put together by our beautiful volunteers. Yeah. And they include beautiful knitted items, oh, little cardigans so and quilts sweet. and so on. Yes. And I think just to make someone's day when, you know, mm. things are that tough is really important. Oh, really and that's important. one of the great things we do. But yeah. Yeah. How do you fund it? Look, we are not government funded, which yeah. is a major issue for us. Yes. We have to fund everything yeah. through fundraising. So we have a massive event every year called Walk for Prams. Mm. But of course, that's been affected. Yes. yes. We've had to go virtual. Yeah. This year, we ran a, a hybrid event. So we did open up in Brisbane and Adelaide and mm. Perth. So we mm. could run events in those states. Right. But, but Melbourne is our biggest yeah. location, and that um, went virtual. But to be honest, we've had some amazing support from our partners, like Baby Bunting, great. who awesome. they raised over 300000 oh, for wow. us this year. So just through their generosity and, yep. you know, through customers donating yeah, at the yeah, and online,
3: yeah, yeah. Um,
5: we're able to continue providing our services. But yeah. it's an ongoing, you know, challenge. Yeah, and we rely an on, you know, as I say, donations and
3: yeah, so on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so far, so good.
4: Yeah, yeah wow. Well, people are good. I yeah think. yeah yeah people and
3: prematurity has no discrimination none it affects many many
4: families <laughs> yeah. far and wide it's funny how you don't know anyone that's had a premature baby until you have a premature baby and then and then you yeah. meet all the people that have had you like yeah. oh we've got a different story yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so ah. oh. and so how many weeks were you doing the back and forth to hospital
7: um so after santina was born you're yeah, yeah. about seven yeah seven weeks we so seven weeks too yes. yeah yes it's really, yeah,
4: if you're lucky, I say that in inverted commas, it's till term. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So I remember was, being
3: shocked though when he said, oh no, you'll be here for another five or six weeks. I was just like, what? I, know, I, don't, I don't even know why I was shocked, but I didn't know. Yeah. 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 I didn't I, know what was happening.
7: Yeah. I think it doesn't really, it doesn't really hit you until you're in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, even though I did know that I was yes. going to have prematurely and I did, I did do a tour of the, yeah, the NICU, which. Mm um, it sort of help me kind of, but yeah. you still don't ever know until no. you just, until you no. get in there. And then it just becomes like, you know, just like day to day. It's just like going to work, you know, yes. get up and I, you know, get my milk and I, you know, yep. get my kid off to childcare and then head off to the hospital yep. and, you know, spend all day there. And, you know, so, um, yeah, you know, you sort of get into a, a routine, but I did, I used to, you know, use the time to and from the hospital. We weren't too far away, so we were lucky in that respect that, you know, we could um, go to and from home mm. every day. Mm. Um, but just that time to have a little cry. yeah, know, oh, yes. There and home. And then, every day. Pick yourself back up again yeah. and then, um, keep going. So. Walk in. Are they wearing mm.
3: sunglasses? Mm. Yeah, yes. that's right. Is no. there people around okay. the car? Yeah, no. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just never know what you're going to walk into. No. no. yeah, Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it's... Ah.
3: Yeah, it's you can't understand till you leave the no, baby. that's just, right. Yeah, yeah. And when you were home, were you able to join like virtual? Did you have a virtual group for Life's Little Treasures or what?
7: For me, I guess when I, when I got home, um, there's, there's a whole other side story as well about my, uh, so my husband's from Brazil, um, and he's he's been here for, I don't know, 12 or 13 years and his parents have never been. Um, and he, when we knew that we were going to have mm. um, my son prematurely, we knew that we needed some, some support, support because we literally, I had a sister that lived in Northcote, but she yeah. had a business chat to run and everything. Yeah. Um, so that was really all I had. And so um, my mum was in the UK looking after her um Olderly grand, like my grandfather, right. so her father, and he was not doing well, and he, oh. he, he ended up passing in April of that oh, year. Gosh. So oh. he was in hospital during all the COVID stuff, right. and, and she couldn't see him. Probably did oh. he? Yeah. So oh. that's that's oh, a whole that's a whole story in itself. And um, what a year! Yeah. Well, yeah. So then we basically um, managed to get his dad to come out because his his mum couldn't travel, um, but we got his dad to come out to sort of you know give us some um, some support. Um, to sort of pick up my son from yes. childcare and yeah. you know, do that sort of thing, yeah. which was which was really helpful. Um, but he would planned to sort of do a bit of travel and stay with us and we were in that point of time in a very small little yes. place. Um, so and so uh, he – Hello,
6: father-in-law. Yeah, <laughs>
7: yep, hello,
3: I'm trying to
6: – Getting my boobs out. Yeah. Exactly.
7: Oh. Yep. yep, so Engine. that would normally be difficult enough, but then, of course, we went into lockdown. Oh, yeah. Yes, um, oh. So <laughs> – yeah, that was pretty stressful. Very. Yes. Yeah. And also while my um uh, while we we're in hospital, so two weeks after my son was born, my stepmom died oh, suddenly. Jen. So they're in um Echuca, Moama. Oh, so, dear. So yeah, so I couldn't get up there for the funeral no, or anything. You because couldn't. Of, yeah, so luckily when we got out of hospital the borders were still open because we were so, you know, New yes, South Wales. Yes, and we, yes, that's we still right. equally bad and yes. so. We pretty much made a bit of a dash up to Dad's um, in Moema because he's sort of he's quite isolated as well. And I thought yeah, in terms of safe. keeping yeah. the baby away from yeah. you know, yeah. the COVID yeah. and stuff like be that. Better so, than Melbourne, yeah. So we went up there and um, we took you know my husband's dad up there as well. And you know, <gasps> all so in the it car, was in the car, car. Yeah, Pack um, in the car. <laughs> I know, yeah, two two cars full of oh, all sorts of gosh. stuff and you know, like I was in a house of yeah, like just you know, two two fathers oh. and and. Oh, <laughs> and um my husband and uh <laughs> two little boys. So you were the only woman. Yeah, it was it was chaotic, and my husband's still trying to work. You know, full time. I was going to say, was he remote uh, yeah. working? Yeah. So oh. look, the whole thing that that was a, a pretty stressful. That's trauma, yes, yeah. That's yeah. trauma yeah. on with trauma baby. Yeah. So it was hard because you you kind of get caught up in that and just getting through everything. And I think one of my biggest regrets is not perhaps reaching out as much as I could mm, and mm. trying to access mm. like. Groups and you know what I mean. Yeah. Even, yeah to, even when I was in the hospital, it's overwhelming. But that's
4: why you need someone looking after you because yeah. I don't think you can do it. Yeah. Like yeah. I. And mm. I think what people don't realize, and it was more exacerbated for you, but when you have a baby and it comes home at term, sometimes you get a week of lying around in tracksuits and pajamas, and people coming to visit you, and not and, and not when you've got a premier baby. No. Your heart is in that hospital, so you yeah. are up and dressed. And I sort of had this weird. I want the nurses to think I'm okay, yeah. so I never went looking sloppy or mm. you know. And so you just it, you grieve for all those losses. Mm. And I know compared to people who've lost their children, it's it's uh, we are lucky. Yeah, but it's still a grieving process to go. Oh, I missed out on all those, and
3: you were surrounded by all the all the men. <laughs> yes, and you really needed to be sur- surrounded by women, lots of women.
7: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, and I think that um you know. you it's hard to understand what people go through having a, a premier baby, just, you know, anyone. Um, and, you know, with with the partners, obviously they go through it too, but without actually having had to go through the, you know, the trauma of the yeah, birth. Physicality. It's, it's, it's just different. It and, is. And I think, you know, my husband sort of he was a most amazing support in his just so wonderful. I can't even say enough good things. Um but I still, you know, he obviously didn't um you know, really understand the depths of my grief and my anxiety and, you know, and everything um until one day when I exploded and then I guess good. (laughs) I'm glad (laughs) to hear it. Um, Yeah. Uh but um but yeah it's hard because you do want to try and look like you're keeping it together. Um, I don't know and and you're a capable person and
3: mm, yeah yeah. yeah. you're used to that yeah but it's
5: mm. i think um life's little treasures foundation we in normal circumstances we run um sessions called NICU connections oh. in hospitals so oh. we'll have a morning tea and Beautiful. we'll invite the parents to i come loved in that. That have would have that yeah have a little be great. morning tea talk yep. to one another share their yes. experiences share their stories mm. but also we'll have a a team of veteran parents, we yeah, call them, yeah, who've been through it before, <laughs> really, yeah. who can you know say, oh, that happened to me, or this is mm. what happened, or this might happen next. Yeah. You know, the comfort I think that that gives, mm. totally. Mm. And look, we've had to pivot that online. Yes, but that's also same. it's not the same, but it also makes it more accessible. Yes, for those it in does. Regional well, areas. that's yeah, true. We've been, had a lot of yeah. regional peas go oh, we this can is access better. therapy that yeah. we put in. Yeah, that's right. So mm. whilst we're not in that clinical space, I mm, think the mm, peer support mm. that, you know, parents are able to offer each other is just so important. Yeah, mm. yeah. And it
3: made us all sharpen up and get onto Zoom and get our businesses going, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yeah.
4: we changed people in Because so we are all ways. like, oh, yeah, we should do that. I know. And then boom, no, you
3: have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Can you tell us about the Walk for Prems? Tell us a little bit more about who started that, whose idea was that?
5: Yeah, well, actually one of our directors who's still involved corinne vosmanski it was her idea ah. and i think it started small and they thought oh we'll get about 100 people and yes. it was about bringing the community together yes you know so bringing you know parents who've had and families who've had a, a prem or sick baby together mm. on the day to mm. celebrate and to recognize you know and raise mm. awareness of you know mm. what they've been through um so it started off and i think they expected only you know one or two hundred in the first one and then uh you know, twelve years later, we had four and a half thousand. Really, but, uh, but they—I think that for that first event, she said they were all. There was a whole group of them, you know, volunteer parents just stuffing, you know, bibs and, uh, and yeah. medals into envelopes and taking it down in their the back of their car. And I the love first it. one they had seven hundred registered. Wow, so awesome! It was instantly, you know, a bit of a success. success. But yeah, we just really. Push that event because it is such an opportunity to get the oh, community together. It's yeah. all about families helping mm. other families as yeah, well. Yeah. As well, you know, obviously the fundraising is very important.
4: But yeah, it's
5: also our chance to, you know, bring everyone yeah. together. Yeah, and see all those it's a
4: visibility. And them. Yeah, that's right. and I think any um, person or woman that's had a baby you know you've all had that moment in the middle of the night going, is that a pain? Should that have been there? Is my baby coming early? Am I spotting? Am I cramping? And you're scared. And then if you go on to have a term baby, you still don't forget. And so you even if you haven't had a premature baby, you really feel a connection of, I don't know, like empathy mm. and for that. And so I think it's... People it's, will rally a lot. People really will rally. Yeah. Like it's, it's definitely, it's scary. Yeah.
5: Absolutely. I mean, we get teams, you know, they'll have 60 or 70 members in them yeah. because it's their Aww. whole extended family. Yeah. are yeah, yes. just yes. want to give back and this tiny little baby at yeah. the centre of it. Oh. And it's just beautiful. beautiful. And, look, that was one of the reasons I came on board at Life's Little Treasures Foundation is because it was such a an organisation that, you know, touched my heart. Yeah. And even though my daughter was born small but... She was in um, special care for four or five days. Yeah, it was Nothing, but I just yep. got that tiny sure did. of yeah. what it you know, yeah. what it was mm. like for these families. Well, also, well some babies it's not about.
3: about prematurity, it's about having six term babies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's
5: right. And I think, mm. you know, as a parent we all you know, we all can relate to it. Yeah. yeah. We can. yeah. And we're just about to start actually a dad's group. Tonight's our first night. Oh, oh great. So, um, we've sort of recognised that, you know, dads yeah, also need an outlet. They and do. they need to talk to one another. So we've got five lovely veteran dads or awesome. before <laughs> yeah who are um, going to be running the show and Great. Uh,
3: so is it online yes mm. that's also
5: online and mm. gives yeah the dads a chance to yeah. talk about you know what they're going through yeah. currently with you know they're coming from
3: work they're rushing to the hospital they're looking after yeah. the other kids they're feeling the phone calls because exactly. i remember getting home like on the second night and there was like 25 messages on the mm. voicemail because mm. we didn't really have know we had a phone mobiles yeah but, yeah, but we still, still had land the landline lines. yeah yeah and then i remember he just put a message on saying we we can't answer the phone we'll let you know how we're going yeah i was like thank you yeah just do that yeah that's oh, i can't do this no well yeah their yeah. own unique
7: things don't they yeah I, I remember something that my husband said to me when i was um when i think when i was in labor and i said something about um not i don't know something about being so stressed about the baby obviously mm. but um you know, he, you know, said to me, he's like, yeah, well, of course I'm stressed about the baby, but I'm also worried about you yes. as well. And I kind of even forgot that he I know. wouldn't even be even worried care about, about me. you. Yes, and, you know, You're it kind of hit on head that like, you know, he's got the same worries as me, but additional ones. Yeah. And because at that point in time I was just solely focused on that one yes. thing. That he was trying to keep everything together yeah. and know, no offense just-
3: we're not worrying about them yeah no, we're not <laughs> no. well that's right like, we <laughs> yeah. just don't yeah i don't think Man, i'm worried about it no whereas yeah. yeah
7: yeah so that that one comment sort of you know kind of you know brought it home for yeah. me yeah i remember my mum
3: saying that to me yeah. I'm worried about you and
7: those two babies. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they really do me. need like support. support. And, and a lot of the time they don't feel like they can kind of reach out for no, it. And, no. um, Especially and just, if they're working through it too. So yeah. they want to really look like they're coping. Mm, yeah, yeah. They don't want and, their
6: work to
3: see.
7: Yeah. yeah. And, and once again, you know, like – Um, women probably have more opportunities for connections with other women about those sorts of things, but men don't typically have that. So, um, Mm. you know, I even found um, in my husband, he's an accountant, um, he – just had a a lady at work who, you know, had babies around our time and just just for him to, because he doesn't have a lot of friends in Australia, um, you know, just to be talking about those sorts of things, um, you know, with her um, was was kind of good for him and it would have been really great, you know, if he could have had um, once again, that sort of dad's yep. support when he was going yes. through that time, and you could. But then, once again, the, the difficult thing is, is you're so busy with you're everything so busy. that you're doing that you kind of like. And it's well, not you're so everyone's loving. personality
3: yeah. types either. So you've yep. got, you but know, that's
7: some that's men true. are never going to join. Some and women some are. Are,
3: and some women are not, mm. and some men are joiner in a resume. Mm. Yep. <laughs> You know, and so you're like, ah, oh, how do we balance mm. all this? It's, it's
7: just nice to have that option there. Yes, really like it is. is. Yeah. It I,
5: definitely I'm, is. I love when we advertise it, you know, through social media, looking for dads to help out yeah. and, and all the women. The yes. tag thousands. You know, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Simon, get onto this. You need to go yes. to this. <laughs> Philip, what are you doing? Get onto it, you know. I thought that was my best. It was like, look, we're going to have 25. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> and how long do people sort of stay connected to life's little treasures? Because I know... Um, for Mandy and I, and it's a, it is a, um, it's a hard topic to sometimes think about when you have a premature baby, but there can be lifelong complications, yes, and we found that that went unspoken. Like I really found that was a big silent thing, even though the doctor told me when I was pregnant, and then the neonatologist said to me, "There'll be impacts from this." Yeah. Then nobody else spoke about it. Like yeah. the Multiple Birth Association yeah. didn't speak about it, or so. How, how long do people stay connected with your community?
5: Well, yeah, look. And that's something where we want to sort of work on. But what we find is, you know, whilst they're in hospital, they're mm. connected and then we also run, you know, NICU connections mm. events yep. when they go home. Mm. But, yep. you know, if your baby doesn't have any, you know, issues, mm. ongoing issues, they might drop off after yeah. a year, yeah, you know, yeah, when yeah. things start to sort of normalise. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, we want to be there to support families in the long term mm. if yes. they need it. But we do find that families then might go you know they might for example if their their baby has cerebral palsy yes, they, you know, they might cerebral go to cerebral, 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 cerebral palsy victoria yes. and yes. They'll get yes. supports through them yeah so, yeah, yeah you know, that's true too. our time is sort yeah of, you know, finished yeah. but i think you know once it's almost like an exclusive club though i think it once is. you've had a yes. premier or a sick oh, baby yeah. you know you're part of that club yeah, you and are. yeah i think um for us you know we want we want um, families to stay in contact with us, but maybe you know, come to walk for prems, yeah, for example. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Come and remember, you know, mm. that we were there for them, and mm, you mm. know, stay connected, you know, that way. Mm. Um, mm. But I think you know, mm. there's a there is a gap in that, yeah. You yeah. Know, especially with the, I mean, we only used to help Premier families, mm. and yeah. then recognize, well, we're going into hospitals and we're handing out precious yeah. prem packs and then there's another baby in the next bed that wasn't prem but is sick. Super sick. Yes. You know? yes. yeah. And it's like how can
3: we not be giving yeah. that family? Yeah. So
5: that's why we broadened yeah. our scope to be prem awesome. and sick babies. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. really yeah. important.
3: I think that I haven't really spoken about this but I think the narrative in my head was but my babies have paid the price for their yes, prematurity I think so I can't quite celebrate it. Yeah. yeah. So then I would not go to the walk. Right, and I remember a friend of mine rang me and said, "This walk's coming up," and I said, "I'm in the Royal Children's." Yeah. So I'm not going. Yeah. So I, I, I'm saying this today because I'm, it's the first time I've ever said it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not a judgment, but I suppose I just never connected because I thought I can't celebrate their prematurity.
4: And it's mm. this yeah. sounds terrible. Manny and I have spoken about this, but we have friends that have had premie babies who went on to have lovely, big, fat, chubby babies who yeah. had no effect. Awesome, that's how it should be. But when you're watching that on Facebook and stuff, we would unfollow sometimes because we're like, this isn't our narrative. And it's, I am like, my journey is completely different. I was told my babies wouldn't live. So the fact that they were premature was a miracle. The fact that I got to hold them and I, every day, every day, I look at them and think, I can't believe you're here. So any of the milestones that didn't get met, I'm like, I wasn't going to get anything, right? But still, to see people sailing ahead, yeah. is a, it's a it funny
3: place to be in. It stings a bit, yeah. yeah. But I don't know how to change that
4: either. Like, yeah. But then oh. if other people, there must be heaps of people in life's little treasures and who've had premature babies yeah. because sometimes it's just respiratory stuff that yeah. they carry on or yeah. eating sensitivities or, yeah. you know. So, so maybe the- we
3: can help. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we can help some way, help bridge hmm. those gaps. Yeah. Do you think like... Um, because because the part of my girls being premature now, I think I felt like that years ago. Now I don't feel that intensity. Yeah. But the fact that I'm a prem mum will always remain always. with me for the rest of my life and I, re- I only are drawn to really prem mums. And even yeah. when we
4: were narrating our book, we cried. Yeah. Like you oh, can't at and cry. 16 years later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Massive. I think, you know,
5: that's the wonderful thing. I think Last Little Treasures do as well, is the sharing of stories. Yes, yeah, yeah. so that's and, so important. And whether, you know, they they end well or they, you know, we, we lose one of our little angels, yes. you know, but I think just the support and, like Jen said, mm. being able to share her story and, mm. yeah. you know, getting that off her chest and being able to share that with other parents as well. Well, it and, helps. And, it helps. you know, her colleagues as well. Yeah, To yes. you know, so know where to you've been back at. To go into work and have to tell the yeah. story 20 times to individuals is exhausting. And totally. And the whole story it's thing to do. is so important. You
3: yeah. Know? I think it's what yeah. women crave. I think so too. I love it. I suppose that when we started this, we didn't know that no. people would like to listen. But but we had to pour it out of us. We really did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like episode after episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But it's.
4: I think that, you know, even when you first get pregnant, you just want to, yeah, what to expect or you expecting. I think they should burn that book. But what I mean <laughs> is you want to hear a story. Yeah. You want to hear someone else that was a similar age to me yeah. that had a baby and what did labour feel like for them? What yeah. did a cesarean feel? That's what we want. Yeah. We want, you know, and I think that was a generational thing that our mothers and mothers' mothers did. You know, they were all yeah. home with the children. Not that I want to go back to that. But yeah. they got to connect more than we did. Yeah. So if you can... Put your story down like that, and yeah. then someone else You've who's lying in hospital all the going. Jen did it. You. This is how she did it. Yeah, yeah. so important. I mean, yeah. for me, I found
7: that I didn't, I didn't manage to find a whole lot of information about the incompetent cervix. Yes. Um which I found really isolating and challenging mm. because I just had no idea, you know, what to expect. And of course, you know, at twenty weeks when they send you off to yeah. emergency, and yeah, I guess from right from that point, my my first thought was, is my baby going to survive? Yes. And so you know that for first four weeks is am i even going to have a baby um yes. and then you know each week that goes by you know sort of okay one day down you know yeah, yeah. um but um yeah it's it's telling telling the story um for me really yeah it really really helped me yeah. um process oh, it everything really yes. really does yeah. Yeah. and I guess even being here today is probably one of the few times that I've spoken about it in in great detail mm. actually yeah. um and I've actually since Felicia contacted me about it um uh have been listening to lots of your episodes oh, really oh, excited about voices I'm a I'm a I'm a <laughs> podcast listener every time i go for a walk yeah. or i drive yeah. i drive uh Always yes past your house yeah <laughs> um every day uh, i listen to podcasts and oh, yeah. i actually really when i was in hospital was just searching like i said that's how i found life so it was just yeah. i was searching for anything i could yes which could help me with the the incompetent cervix, yeah, um, yep. but also with the the NICU yeah. premature yes. thing. And I, like I said, I've just I've just listened to your episode yeah. about that, and I'm like, oh gee, I wish I had have had this before. Yeah. Um, and it just to hear you know, um, someone else in that same situation and just be completely honest and. Um, you know, acknowledge just all the the difficulties and, and things like that. It just, yeah, it was just, it was really actually quite emotional listening oh, to that yeah. because I haven't, I don't know anyone else really yes, that, um, right. that has had premature babies. I, I did make one connection with a girl, um, in the hospital but of course you know we made plans to meet up when and we never did and then you know we, we used to text a lot and then I guess because we could never catch up we yeah. never did and and so there's a bit, a loss. I don't yeah so it is a loss yeah um yeah. so thank you anyway for your. uh so the introduction to your um, Podcast, yeah. even though I guess my story is a little bit different in yeah. that I, you know, I don't have a, you know, don't yeah. have multiples or anything that's like okay, that. But oh, loads of our listeners have yeah, multiples. That's yeah, what I thought we were making we, it for twins, but we weren't. No, yeah, <laughs> I know. And I've, and I've, yeah, I've listened to to quite a few of the the episodes, um, and yeah, been really enjoying it. So oh, thank, um, you. thank you. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and I, I really, and and part of my wanting to connect with life, little treasures as well is just trying to, um, yeah be one of those people that can share my story and give other women hope yes. and yes. information yes. and Beautiful. Um, reassurance and an opportunity mm. to, you know, to yeah, to connect because yeah. it's just yeah, it was so lonely and so so, so scary. Yeah. Um,
3: I suppose it's a new time now where hopefully lockdowns are not going to be long term strategies.
7: Mm, hopefully.
3: So what are some of the dreams of Life Silver Treasures? Is it
5: yeah, absolutely. We've well, got look, the dad's we're, group. We're, we're, that's right. Yep. So that's our new pilot. And I guess we're Australia-wide. Yeah. And, but, you know, resource-wise we're, we're pretty scarce. Yeah. You know, mm. Okay. now um, yep. our 12 workers, we add up to probably yes. six FTE. Yeah. Right. And we would love to expand and have a yeah. you know, state coordinator mm. in yes. each region. Mm. But to do that, look. Um, we need money. We Yes, We need money. Yes. So Please. We we're going to be talking to the government. Yep, yeah, good. Definitely. It's time um, for last little treasures to to get some government funding. Definitely, we are
3: behind you for that.
4: um, And I think I you know go on about this all the time with kids at school that don't get enough um, ed support or curriculum support or whatever you want to call it. That money invested then saves millions of dollars later, and so money we can put into families and women that have had premature babies. Yes, it's years of counselling, oh, right? It right. does just so end obvious. And that's right. Give them that support then, make them feel like you know you're loved, and we're wrapping you in a warm blanket, and you can come and talk to us anytime you this want. This is your head. Lactation consultant yes. That
3: is at this hospital And, and you've got a baby In NICU Especially yep. so This is the person You go to yep. That's her team Here's a
4: 24 hour number You can I think text.
3: that's easy Just bloody start it
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's right <And> start. Done <laughs> So if you want Man United to come in touch with you know no. the government, this is how articulate we are. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> no, but we've got awesome people in our tribe that are good at writing letters, yes, and advocating, right. and yep. you yeah, know. Right. So we put this out into the P world, and I'm sure we, you oh, know, love to hear You probably them. need new volunteers. You need we people to knit little hats. You need, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We've that's got people right, yeah. that do that stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
5: absolutely. You know, our volunteer program is really strong, and yeah. we just want to increase that. Great, yeah. you know, skilled volunteers, and people who can help us with yeah. advocacy, and yeah. Uh, Mm. You know, as you say, and those that can knit. And, you yeah. Know, and, yeah, others might just go, I can't do anything, but I can give you money. Give me some money. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, definitely. So just ex- always expanding, you know, the yeah. awareness of our organisation is yeah. so important. Oh, but, so important. But, yeah, I think... Um, you know, we've just recognised we could do so much more, but
3: we, we are just restricted. need the money. That's mm, right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so people can head to your website. Is everything absolutely, there? Yep. yes.
5: So lifestlittletreasures.org.au. We'll put that in the show notes yep. too and you
7: can just
4: click on it. Yep,
5: yep. fantastic. Um, yeah, the, all the information's there. We need a new website too. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Anyone wants well, to volunteer their
3: time.
4: You just never know.
3: <laughs> you don't know. I just put it out there and ask and people say yes. Yeah, so that's right. That's yep. Okay. Right. You need so a new website. So
5: that's, uh, that's one of our key selling tools. I think we need to revive. Yeah. And, <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: Yep. And make you need to be... get yourself your little podcast.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- this is it. I mean, you know, just those say, maybe women would you be desperate today, to hear.
4: So. Yeah. You don't have to have I any think... skills or ability. No, podcasts.
7: clearly <laughs> podcasts. When you're in, uh, when you're actually in the yes. Um, yes. the NICU and the uh, special care nursery. Totally. actually. I was listening to a lot of those, and I did get a few recommendations from nurses and things like that, and I think um yeah, yeah having something wouldn't like that be that awesome or, do yeah. an
3: episode on what to do in this an episode on that episode on and expressing just women episode. that have done stuff yeah oh, yeah it would yeah. be awesome yeah yep.
5: one of our um our big goals is to create a knowledge exchange we're calling it essentially yeah. through our website right but it's a opportunity to produce videos yes know, um, like we might have Jen yes. telling her yeah. story yeah. And yeah so you know there's actually visual as well mm. as yep. you know mm. as sort of podcasty kind of thing mm. so um. Yeah. We'll we'll take you know half a million dollars to produce.
6: Yeah, food. totally. You can do it. Half a million dollars. You <laughs> can yeah.
3: TikToks with the That'll double do. expressing pump on. Mood. <laughs> yeah. Surely someone's done one of them. <laughs> yeah, <totally>. <laughs> <We> <laughs> I would see. might have been up for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, we really could talk oh, to you all day because we could premature babies is our thing. Is there anything we've missed that you would love to tell? Yeah, the P tribe.
5: No, look, I think, you know, we've covered it all. I, I think, you know, just um, it's amazing the support that you give to other parents and yeah. I know you've got some fans in our office. They were like, say hi, say hi which is just beautiful. Oh. But, no, we really appreciate the opportunity oh, of being able to great. come down and tell you a little bit oh, about I'm what so we glad. do and, and share, yeah. you know, one of our yeah. fabulous kind of member stories. Yeah. yeah,
4: great. Thank you for sharing, Jen. I know it's, yes, it's hard. You. And you might feel very tired tonight. We yeah. often feel after people have come and shared, they're really rung out. Yeah, you know? so, so thank you because yeah, that's you be giving something yourself. of yourself to us. So yeah, that's and showcase, We we'll see
3: that price on you
7: today, yeah. so thank yeah. you. Well, thank you for having yeah. me. I've I really, really enjoyed it and I'm actually quite surprised that I didn't shed any tears yeah. in the car the way to contain my, you know, to, yeah, to, um, yeah I guess.
4: You might on contain, the drive home, hey? Yeah, you might. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, when you look at that little boy.
7: I yeah. know, I
4: know. And how's he going?
7: Yeah, no, he's um, he's teeny tiny still, yes. um, 21 months, still wearing his three to six-month yep. shorts. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, so uh, he's teeny tiny. But look – cost 20... effective. Yeah, exactly. That's true. I know. I know. Um, he's 21 months and, you know, so far so good. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. You know, it, I guess, you know, physically he's, he's doing, his um, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, doing um, pretty well. But, um, yeah, I guess – you know, actually one of the interesting things that I heard on one of your podcasts was about how they originally said that you stopped um, correcting Get a two to. and now they're recommending and saying lifelong. And, and yes. you know, that was a really interesting thing and a really just a really important thing for me to hear that, yes. you know, like it doesn't just end no, at two um, and that you're always sort of looking and thinking and, mm, oh, yeah. you know, so look, I'm – at the moment, um, it's just an awareness. Yeah, just exactly. an awareness, yeah. and it's, it's
4: fine for lots of people. But yeah. I still think, even going into school, even if your child's typical and they've met all the milestones, it's worth saying to the kinder and, and prep teacher and you know reception, they were prem, mm. right? Because yeah. you don't know what no. the implications can be. Yeah, so, there's never a harm. No, yeah. never. Yeah. A harm. And, I, and I guess as
7: a, as a teacher as well, I guess yeah. I. I mean, I've. I've got lots of experience with all sorts of, you know, um, um, children and and students and, um, you know, for me, I guess having a premature baby Um, And everything that comes with it Mm. um, has given me a much greater understanding of all the different types of, um, you know, additional needs that that students have. Because I guess I did so much reading that I probably may not have done otherwise because, you know, in all that time I was trying to find out what were the possibilities for, you know, for my child and and all that sort of thing. And um, it's really like, you know, as a teacher given me a much um, greater understanding of, you know. Um, the students in my care, so oh, yeah. that's also been something for me that's been. Um, You've become really a peacher great. now. You've become a peacher. Yes. <laughs> welcome.
6: It's <laughs> <Yes,
3: welcome.
4: laughs> We need all the ones we can get. Well, we will let
3: you go. We thank, will. You thank you for thank coming you. today.
4: Yes. It was lovely to meet you both. Thank you. <laughs>
6: thank you. <laughs>